to a new episode here at Truth Is Now Treason, where we are on episode nine of Beginning of the End. So our topic today is a cashless society. And we here at Truth Is Now Treason are ready for a cashless society. Isn't that right, Todd Brown? <laughs> we have no cash, and so we're set to go. Now, chances are you've heard the phrase a cashless society. You may be wondering, what in the world are they talking about? That's what we're going to get in today in this episode of Truth Is Now Treason. We're going to talk about what are the implications and what does the Bible say about this? But before we go any further, I'm Dietrich. And I am Lennox. The Cincinnati Reds announced at the beginning of this year that they were going to go cashless at their stadium. That's right. Go to a Reds game, you can't purchase anything with cash. It's all credit card. At Kings Island, which is one of the, if not the biggest, tourist attractions in Ohio, has already gone cashless. You can't use cash to purchase anything at Kings Island anymore. If you bring cash or if you brought cash, you have to go to a kiosk and then put your cash onto a card and then you use that card to make your purchases. Now, there's numerous places going cashless and you can't blame them. It's an easy way to reduce theft and to reduce employee theft. I can easily see why somebody would want to go this way. But another question would be whether or not there's a force behind this that is trying to push us in this direction. And now the answer is most definitely yes. The WEF, they put out an article back in 2017, and this is when it was published. It said the next step of a cashless society is a chip for all transactions. That means five years ago, they were spouting this and they were looking for a way to get us beyond where we are right now and they called it a reset that is about to happen. Their goal is to get us to a worldwide system with one currency. They are trying to paint digital identity as no more identity theft. And you know, like Dietrich said, people will jump on this. Banks and businesses will love it. But what will be the repercussions of this? And as we said before, no more privacy, no more this money is mine because you and I both know that they will block access to your funding just like what Canada did to those truckers who participated in the protest against strict COVID mandates by their government if you do something that they don't like. Now, if you look at what the leaders of the WEF are saying in regards to this, here's a quote from Yuval Harari. Now, before we get into his quote, I just want to remind you of who this guy is and some of the things we talked about. He said in our previous episode of Beginning of the End, he said that science is power and that the role of science was controlling the populace in regards to COVID. Again, how many times do you hear somebody say, the science, because they wanted to control how you think. He said science is power. They wanted to use that power to bring surveillance under the skin. Now, we use a ton of his clips in a previous episode of Beginning of the End. So here's what he said in regards to all this. He said this, and I quote, We need a new global identity because national institutions are incapable of handling a set of unprecedented global predicaments. Dietrich, their national institutions are just incapable. Yes, instead of having each area have their own leaders, instead we should have a global group of morons run it for us. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Lennox, did you know, and this is again Yuval Harari talking, we have a global ecology, <laughs> a global economy, and a global science, but we're still stuck with only national politics. Oh man, national politics that we've had ever since I've been alive. <laughs> <laughs> we're making the world a better place. 
<laughs> so he says, this mismatch prevents the political system from effectively countering our main problems. Now listen to how he closes this quote off with, he says this, so this cashless society is not enough. This guy wants everyone to have digital identity. Now did you catch that last part? We're stuck with national politics, meaning his ambition is a world government, but his ambition is not only a world government, and it's not just a cashless society. He wants to control everything. Here's what the founder of the WEF had to say. Now, this is the guy who runs the WEF. His name's Klaus Schwab. Any package, pallet, or container can now be equipped with a sensor, transmitter, or radio frequency identification tag that allows a company to track where it is as it moves through the supply chain, how it is performing, how it is being used, and so on. In the near future, similar monitoring systems will also be applied to the movement and tracking of people. Bingo. There it is. B-I-N-G-O. You know, the WEF has been holding conferences to brainstorm with its partners around the world, encouraging all nations to create its digital identity system. So how's that going to look for you? Now, we don't know exactly what it will look like, but we do know the WEF and other groups are looking to do so far. So the United Nations has been pushing for a global ID card and other countries have been talking about it. Now, for the last decade, it's been tried, it's been talked about, but it hasn't been done. However, since COVID, global identity has picked up steam under the premise that we need to monitor the mobility of everybody for the greater good to protect people from the virus. We saw things change drastically, which they saw as an opportunity to help push forward the global agenda. The UN, meaning the United Nations, calls it providing legal identity for all by 2030. Here's that date again, all these goals by 2030. There's a call for an all-purpose biometric digital ID system, as opposed to the physical ID card that you're carrying around with you. So they're doing this under the premise that it'll prevent ID fraud. But remember, there's always going to be people looking for ways to hack all of this. On top of this, we know that Sweden used microchips as vaccine passports. It was something they inserted in the forum. And another instance of this is China. They're already using this type of identity systems to track the movements of its citizens. And notice uh, Dietrich said biometric. So that's what we been talking about that chip or whatever it is going to be under the skin that measures your heart rate it measures your pulse it measures your blood pressure all these things that they are curious about and in the meantime even though it measures some good stuff it's going to be able to tell what your reaction is to a dictator or to a world leader like the antichrist yeah just think about it so if you're watching a speech from somebody and this somebody says i think it would be a good thing if we locked all white people up And so if they wanted to monitor you, what's your reaction to that? They could tell whether you thought this was a great idea or not. And there's people out there that would love to have access to information like that. Oh, you don't agree with me? Okay, we need to send you to the gulag. So you may be thinking, the United States won't do this. It would violate our constitution, our right to privacy. Well, think again. A bill was introduced into Congress. And to my knowledge, it hasn't been passed yet, but it's supported by Democrats and some of Republicans. Now this shows you how Republicans will be deceived as well or corrupt like the Democrats. Except for Luciani. <laughs> She's leading those <laughs> deceived, corrupt Republicans. This bill that was introduced 
which is still floating in Congress right now, is called the Digital Identity Act of 2021. And also, Biden has already signed an executive order to have all of his agencies across the federal level of government to be working on some kind of system like this, from the Department of Commerce to a Treasury Department to Homeland Security. Because we know that not having a digital ID instead of a paper ID, like our driver's license currently, is a national threat. Indeed, because this current regime needs to be able to track those that they consider their enemies. You know, this global identity agenda picked up steam throughout 2020, starting with the concept of contact tracing. And what was contact tracing? You went to the doctor. You said, doctor, I'm sick. I think I got COVID. They figure out you do. They ask you the question, who have you been around for the last 48 hours? And then they take all those people you've been around for the last 48 hours and ask them, who have you been around for the last 48 hours? Or they continue on with immunity and vaccine passports to monitor and control citizen mobility for the greater good. Now, this is how you can tell when somebody's trying to implement something that will be disastrous to you and to your freedom. They will say, it's for the greater good. Another example of this, Barack Hussein Obama. You know, how many times did he say, it's the right thing to do? Again, these are... Because it was, Dietrich. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Again, he's trying to say, this is above argument. And that's what they're trying to say. This is above argument. We can't debate this. It's the right thing to do. This is truth speak for screw your rights. You must submit so that others can think that we made you comply so that those who believe our lies will feel better. You just need to give this up so that we can all be better. It sounds noble. There's going to be even people out there who's going to say, it's Christ-like, it's giving. Here's the issue. There are aspects to our lives that are rights that have been given to us by God. And if somebody is trying to take away those rights, what are they saying? They are telling you that they are God and you must obey them. So freedom of speech, this will be violated with the digital identity. China is already doing this. Freedom of religion, if they see you at the wrong church, hey, it's going to make it easy to trace you and then punish you, like throw you in jail. Freedom of the press. We saw what you posted. We don't like it. And we are taking away your access to your money. And you can definitely kiss your right to privacy goodbye. You know, because by connecting every online and offline interaction, your digital identity can be connected to every click, every comment, every share you make on social media, every financial transaction that you have, any place you are, who you're with, where you travel, what you buy, what you sell, your personal health data and medical records, the websites you visit, your participation in civic functions like voting, paying taxes, how much energy you consume, it goes on and on. They want it all. Do you really want to give anyone that level of power? But I also want to point out from a spiritual point of view, like we've been talking all through this series, these are globalists setting the stage for the Antichrist. The Antichrist is nothing good. He will be blasphemous against God. And as believers, we should have nothing to do with helping set the stage for this person. And even if you were to look at this from uh, from another point of view and you were to say, well, maybe I'm for the Antichrist. I'm not a Christian. I can see this being beneficial to me because I don't like Christians. Just take a look at the description of the things that are going to happen in the Bible during the book of Revelations. There is nothing good to see about this at all. And we'll be covering that in our next episode in this series. Thank you, Lennox. Forgot about that. You know, but if you 
you don't believe us, listen to this line from a WEF report in 2018. It says this, our identity is literally who we are. And as the digital technologies of the fourth industrial revolution advance, our identity is increasingly digital. This digital identity determines what products, services, and information we can access, or conversely, what is closed off to us. So they admit they want to close off things to people. To whom? To those who do not capitulate. Obey. Really? You want unelected tyrants to tell you how to act, think, and behave? You thought Biden's speech he gave on this past Thursday was absurd. That's only the icing on the cake. Good grief. <laughs> And you think being silent about this and continuing to vote for elitist globalists or to not vote at all will have us all just fine? You must be part ostrich. Just put your head in the sand and it's all going to be fine. Dietrich's part ostrich, traitor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, I do have long, skinny legs. <laughs> <laughs> and they're sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't buy Lennox's lies. <laughs> the fact is, the United States, along with every country in the world, is on an accelerated mission to devise a national identity with the prompting from the WEF to partner with private businesses to create ways to implement these systems. Once a digital national identity system is put in place, how easy would that be to transform it into a global identity? I know these people will find a way. So the question should be, will this digital identity be the mark of the beast? I want to point out first, though, that I found a video of the founder of the WEF, Klaus Schwab, talking. He's talking in German. I don't speak German. So it's being transcribed in English. Guess what he's talking about? He's talking about a microchip being inserted into the brain or into the head on top right above the skull. Now, I have no way of verifying if this is legitimate or not because I don't speak German. But if it's true, it is pretty interesting considering what the Bible says. And give us just a moment to share this passage of scripture that's crucial to this topic. But what do we do with all this information? What should we do when this all begins? Should we take this? Should we allow this microchip under our skin? This technology is here. And we know that all government will follow the Antichrist. Now, I just want to stress that this technology is not evil by itself, but the Bible does give us an idea on how it's going to be used against his church. So what can we do now and in the coming years? And I think to know and answer this question, we need to go to God's word. So let's look at Revelations chapter 13, verses 16 and 17, because we need to prepare the church, whether it's people that are believers or non-believers. We need to know what to expect. Revelation 13, verses 16 and 17 says this, It forced all people, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to have a mark on its right hand or forehead. Without the mark of the name of the beast or the number of its name, it was impossible to buy or sell anything. So it being the beast, or in this case, it's referring to the Antichrist. It doesn't matter who you are. You can be famous or not. You know, famous like me or not so famous <laughs> like Dietrich. <laughs> rich or poor. Uh, Bill Gates or poor like a homeless person. It doesn't matter. You won't be able to buy anything. Now think about that. You won't be able to go to the grocery store and put food on your table for your family 
because you're going to have to have this mark. You won't be able to get water. I mean, we all need those things to live. You won't be able to heat your house in the winter. Nothing. Which probably means that you won't even be able to hold a job either. I want you to think about how this concept has already started with COVID. You couldn't fly unless you had a vaccine passport. You were not allowed to attend a concert unless you were vaccinated. This has already begun and no one blinked an eye. And it was all done again in the name of what? We're doing it for the greater good. And you can hear them saying this already. These people who don't have allegiance to the Antichrist, they're bad. They're trying to prevent us from solving global problems. We need to get them out of our society. We're doing it for the greater good. Yeah, they're a national or a global threat. Yeah. Now notice the placement of the mark of the beast. Isn't that interesting? Klaus Schwab is talking about putting the microchip in the head somewhere. The Bible says it's on the forehead. I mean, these people deny God, call us conspiracy theorists and every name and every name under the sun. But this is so amazing how these people are doing exactly what God said way before these individuals came into an existence. Now, we plan to discuss this passage a little more in depth in our next episode to better understand who this Antichrist and his buddy, the false prophet, are. And to kind of get a clearer picture of kind of like, when will this happen? So before we go, we want to kind of wrap up because we know we have thrown a ton of stuff out there to you guys. So we're just going to recap a bit here. With a digital identity, that would mean that everyone would have to have access to online services. So the WEF staff is pushing for free internet to the world. Now, we know it's not going to be free because nothing is free, but boy, it sure sounds enticing. If it's free, it's for me. But access to the internet? Yeah, it's hard to believe there are still areas in our world where there is no internet. But there are. But with internet access to all, that would also mean that God's word will be able to be taught or will have reached everyone. Now, that is one of the signs that Jesus says about his return. He will not return until the gospel has reached the ends of the earth. Now, our pastor told us about a website called finishingthetask.org. Now, on this website, it shares how there are groups of individuals in areas in our world where the gospel has not yet reached. But this organization has made these people a priority. Yeah, this push by the WF to be able to access internet for its selfish purpose of giving everyone a digital ID with the goal of wielding its power over everybody, along with these missionaries trying to target unreached populations, will help boost advancing the gospel along. And we don't know how quickly this will happen, but we do know the WEF wants it by 2030. However, the things that man uses for bad... God can still bring good out of it. And this clearly is an example of how it will be used for God's glory. Matthew 24 verses 13 and 14 says this, and this is Jesus talking about what's going to be like in the last days. He says this, he says, sin will be rampant everywhere and the love of many will go cold, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it. And then the end will come. Traders, be sure to share because this is Bible prophecy unfolding. Discussing this isn't an option any longer. It's truly a must. And let's tell others about how amazing God is. Now, we only have a couple more episodes to the series, and then we're going to be starting a new series on forgiveness. But first, we still need to talk a little bit more about what this Mark of the Beast is, the time frame it will be implemented, and who exactly will be implementing it. 
until next time, my fellow traders. traders.